This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Rant. The following podcast may contain language not suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to Children of Rens. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of SB Nation and Once a Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Truman. Pat is still in parts unknown. And this is episode 152 of Wins, Losses, and the Confused Painful Bit in Between. That's a very apt title. Yes. And I would love for someone to actually figure out where I got it from, and I know you all won't, but I dare you to figure it out. But that is uh, that is very apt for this <clears throat> for this week. The uh, Red Bulls um, going down to Orlando City on Saturday and putting in a one of their best performances of the year, two nothing victory against a uh, Orlando City team that was a little hard done by with a red card. Um, they followed that up three days later in 95 degree uh, heat on a Tuesday afternoon against Philadelphia at home in the Open Cup uh, with the penalties against a 10 men Union team and ultimately lost. <clears throat> then, for whatever reason, the NY basically <laughs> basically NYRB two um, decided to kick it in the second gear in the second half against Chelsea and just absolutely destroy them four to two. Um, and, and you don't when you hear four two, you don't think destroy, but this was this this was a destruction. I gotta say that it's pretty um, crazy. Yeah. Before we talk about it, though, um, Pat somehow found a way to get to a Wi-Fi hotspot or something like that because he sent us a, a little audio clip. So we're going to listen to that, and then we'll get into uh, what you and I have to say. Greetings, Red Bull Ram faithful. This is Pat McDonald coming to you live from Zacapa, Guatemala. Uh, I just figured I'd come in and message and give you all a little rant on how I feel about the past week in the world of soccer. First off, it has been a great week for the New York Red Bulls. That's right. You heard me right. Great. You want to know why? Look only at the standings in the Eastern Conference. The Rebels are in great position thanks to that big win down in Orlando City. And uh, they sit pretty for the tournament that actually matters. The trophy that will bring more meaningful eyes to this team, more attention, and more prestige. Look, let's face it about the Open Cup, all right? It's not well attended. It's not televised. Therefore, it does not have, it has not earned the right to be taken seriously. Yes, there's a loud minority of you who think it's a very important tournament. It's not. It, uh, and frankly, it doesn't have to be either, okay? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you are in the minority. Majority of fans don't care about this tournament. And until the majority of fans care about it, the team should not be taking it overly serious, risking its best players, especially irresponsibly when on such short rest after a hot and humid draining game in Orlando. Okay. Now, other than that, the other reason this is a good week is because the Red Bull 2 pretty much beat Chelsea 4-2. to Yeah, you may wonder, okay, it's just a friendly, and some of you emo kids out there are probably mad that the Red Bulls actually want a friendly, because, hey, that's what a segment of you are for some reason. All right, but the fact of the matter is this shows growth in the youth development of the Red Bulls, and that's something that you can absolutely credit to Jesse Marsh and Ali Curtis for taking seriously. Man, thin air up here, thin air. (laughs) 
In the grand scheme of things, yes, the friendly was meaningless. But for those young kids, it was not. And to beat the champions of the Premier League is a huge step forward. You know? And it's something that every Red Bull fan can take solace in. Finally, let's talk U.S. men's national team, okay? Losing 2-1 and U.S. soil in the semifinals of the Gold Cup to Jamaica is an absolute embarrassment. And it's completely and 100% on Klinsman's head for losing that game. Should he be fired? I'm not so sure. But he needs to at least make the Confederations Cup for his job to be 100% safe in, in that playoff come October. Anything less than that, then he needs to be evaluated like any other coach in in, uh, in the past. Look, there was no reason to play John Anthony Brooks and Ventura Alvarado as a center, starting center back pairing in this tournament uh, because they quite simply are not ready. They have never, not once, proven to be a solid pairing in uh, in the center of defense. Why Omar Gonzalez was not starting in the game yesterday against Jamaica, or for that matter, Matt Beasler even on this Gold Cup roster, is mind-boggling. What they've done to uh, be in Klinsman's doghouse makes no sense. It's time for Klinsman to actually say, show us what his master plan is, because there's no continuity, there seems to be no progress towards something, and it's just kind of embarrassing. Uh, you know... It, you know, at one point they looked good in 2013. That was the last time they actually looked like a real good soccer team. And then he threw that out and what he was working towards at that point. So it's time that he sits down with his superiors. They find out what he's really up to. Because right now it kind of seems like they've hit a wall. And you definitely don't want to be hitting this wall two years from now when you're only one year away from the 2018 World Cup. All right. Well, that's all I got. I'll be back in the United States come this Saturday, and I will see you on the very next Rebel Rant. Peace out. So that was a lot of stuff going on, huh? That was. I guess we have to talk about all of it, right? One one yeah. thing at a time? I, I guess so. Um, <clears throat> so first, Orlando City. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, they go down there in the humidity, pretty much take the, the best shot that Orlando City has on the chin and just keep on standing up. And uh, not only not, not only that, they they even got a two goal win out of it. Yeah, I mean it took them the entire game to get that second goal, but hey, you know that's okay. You know, yeah, they. Uh, I'll tell you what, not many people uh, had this team picked to win, and that's not me bragging that I you know that I did predict a win. But I, I you know, when I made that prediction last week, what did I say? I had no good explanation for why I thought I was going to win. None, none. But they they manned up. They played on whatever that field is, <laughs> you know, terrible turf stuff. Uh, they survived the humidity, and they yeah, they went out and got an absolutely huge win. And like Pat said, look at the standings in the Eastern Conference. They're in third. They've got games in hand over the two teams above them. It, they really are in a great spot right now, and I think that was by far the most important result of this week, by far. Yeah, and uh, right now they are six points ahead of, or sorry, six points behind DC United with three games in hand. So right. that is impressive that they closed the gap without losing a game in hand um, this weekend. <clears throat> so you know, usually we do our likes and dislikes for the game. Let's talk about all three games a little bit, and then we'll kind of do an overall like and dislike just to sure keep things nice and simple. Um, so after Orlando City, the team charted a flight back to New York. Uh, that same night, specifically, so they can get back in the day, is rest in um, an extra day of rest in, in their their own beds. Um, 
before they went and took on uh, the Philadelphia Union on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, this was Tuesday afternoon because, as you remember from us talking on the show, the team was trying to get the uh, U.S. Open Cup match pushed uh, back or something or ahead or whatever uh, to accommodate the International Champions Cup, which they had agreed to back in January. Um, apparently, after the match, Jesse Marsh said that the Red Bulls threw out like seven or eight dates, and the Union said no to all of them. So uh, I know we have some Union fans, but fuck you for doing that. <laughs> um, we have one. One union fan. One that we know of. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure it's one. All right, well, <clears throat> anyways, screw the union for that. Um, so they took on the union on Tuesday afternoon. I think it's like 5,000 people in the stadium, 500 of which were like union fans. And you could tell that the Red Bulls were suffering from the humidity, or from the heat because of, uh, well, both teams were suffering, but the Red Bulls more than the union because of having to play in Orlando only a few days prior. The uh, Red Bulls got a very lucky call in the 40th minute where uh, Connor Casey decided to walk into the back of Connor Lane and step on him a little bit, and so he got a red card, was sent out in the 40th minute, uh, gave up a goal a little bit early in the second half, uh, got one back in the in literally stoppage time of it, it's the like half. A, Yeah, pretty much like the very end of the game. Like they probably Regular could have called time. a whistle before the, that goal got scored stoppage yeah. time. Um, went to extra time, nothing happened there, and then in uh, penalty kicks, uh, Bradley Wright Phillips off the crossbar, Lloyd Sam got saved, um, Louis Robles with a save to make, to make it go all five rounds, but unfortunately it was not enough, and uh, the Rebels are now out of the Open Cup, the Union will go on to play in the semifinals, I think it's August 11th, whatever, but who the fuck cares anymore now, we're out. Um, so what do you think about that one? I think there's there's a lot to talk about here. And and I you know I don't want to take away from the win against Orlando again. That's the result that mattered. But we we will talk about this. And Pat definitely has his opinion about the Open Cup. And I you know I do agree with him on some parts. It's it's not as important as the league. And I have a bunch of reasons why. Again, the attendance poor. And let's not. I'm sorry. Let's not talk back because it was at four o'clock. People probably weren't going to show up anyway. Um. And really, they did have, what, 500 Union fans show up? So don't tell me more Red Bull fans couldn't have come. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I know they had short rest. Philly definitely had uh, more rest. But again, the bugaboo of this team, up a man, can't score. Uh, someone on Twitter pointed out, and I want to make sure I get his name right, and I don't know. His name's Matt. He's uh, at Metro's 96, and I don't know where he found the stat. But they've uh, only scored two goals up a man this season. Two. Two goals and total. It's been something like 200 minutes, I think, too. Yeah. Like, like yeah. It's some, it's some so, insane I mean, minutes where they, they had a chance and only put two in. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, we just saw one this weekend, which is great. But uh, I, I, short rest or no short rest, uh, what's the math? 50 minutes? They played 50 minutes up a man. Actually, 50-plus 50, 50 minutes. total. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, up a man, and you you can't score a goal at home. I'm sorry that it's it really is honestly unexcusable. Um, BWP <clears throat> missing another penalty kick. I mean, when was the last time someone missed three in a row? I, I I'd have to really rack my brain to think if I've ever seen that before. But it's a uh, it's a dangerous trend. It really is. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. It's it's absolutely mind boggling. Uh, they are out of the tournament. 
which is fine because yes, now they will focus on one thing. And I'm going to make this final point on the open cup before Jay, you know, you have your opinion. Everyone who talks about how important this is, they all say the, the same things. They've never won a quote unquote cup. True. Uh, Sporter Shield, I guess everyone forgets about. And it's the easiest way into the CCL, right? The easiest way. But then what does everybody bitch about the CCL? Oh, oh, the schedule. The schedule's so crowded. Oh, my God. Oh, how are we going to play this game? Who are we going to play? We need to take the CCL seriously. We don't take the CCL seriously. So when you get into the CCL, it's the same fucking shit we hear about the Open Cup. How many, how many more games do they want this team to play year in and year out? I'm fine with just playing league games, honestly. Open Cup would be fantastic. I'd love to win it. It would be great. It would have been really, really nice to win it at home, uh, which they had a good chance of doing. But unfortunately, it sucks. The, the best thing is that they, they played a full squad. They didn't chump out of the, the tournament. Jesse Mars said they were going to take it seriously. They took it seriously. That's what everyone wanted. They lost. Oh, well. The end. Let's move on. I think I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm <laughs> to add this in and we'll move on from the Open Cup. <clears throat> there were some people on Twitter using the uh, Red Bull out hashtag after that Open Cup match. And I I say this not necessarily knowing if those people that I saw wanted it taken seriously or not. But if you wanted this taken to- this tournament taken seriously and you used the Red Bull out hashtag because they lost, who the fuck do you think you are? Because you, you, for years, it, the common refrain has been, let's take this seriously. Right. And they did. They happened to lose to a team that was better than them on that day. It happens. Especially in the knockout tournament, that's going to happen. That's that's what I say. Shit happens. Un- unfortunately. It, it is, could the Red Bulls, or should the Red Bulls have won it? Absolutely. Yes. It, Jose, Jose Marino said of the Chelsea friendly that nine times out of ten that they that they would beat the Red Bulls. And you know what? Nine times out of ten, the Red Bulls should beat the Union in that match. Right. Up a man for 80 minutes or what have yeah. Shit happens. You know, we've seen it before in other tournaments, not only in the United States, but, you know, England, Europe, wherever. You've seen shit like that happen. So it's not like it's unusual for soccer and that to happen. But if you're one of these guys that were – and Red Bull out, I know, has been about taking stuff seriously. You, If you are complaining about the result itself – you can go fuck yourself in my book because this team did what you asked it to do and take it seriously. If you want to complain about the the players on the field, I would say okay, but I'd give them a little bit of a break for playing two straight games or two games in four days because that's unusual for MLS teams. But don't complain because you think they didn't take it seriously. The team fucking took it seriously. They put out eleven of the ten, uh, sorry, ten out of eleven starters from Saturday's game in that. Open Cup. The only difference was they added a bond up top to make get really two strikers. Yeah. So nobody can complain that the team didn't want to take this game seriously. Yeah, but Jay, don't you know that Ali Curtis uh, missed that penalty kick? And don't you know that Ali Curtis missed all those other chances they had on net during the game? He was the one. He was the one taking those shots and missing them. So I mean, it's, it's clearly his fault. Oh, of course. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Again, finishing finishing has been an. A huge, huge issue with this team this year. Huge. If they had that one, if if balls broke their way, they would be friggin' undefeated at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's just, and, I'm sorry. They're putting the players on the field. We know these guys know how to score. They're not doing it. I, and honestly, the best part is that 
during that broadcast, Shep Messing said, you can't have a play right with Bradley Phillips and expect him to score when he doesn't get service. And that's exactly what, I, at least, I know I've been betting that drum for most of the year, that Wright Phillips should be scoring more this year, and, it, the, only, and the biggest reason he's not is because he's getting jack shit in terms of service this year. So when he does get the chances, he is not taking – he's not in the same frame of mind that he was last year. And that's, the, that's one of the biggest things. So I guess that will bring up the old topic of, you know, transfer windows and getting a player and addressing players' needs. Because I, I think we can all agree that the Red Bulls should go out and improve the team a little bit. No one's talking about signing two more DPs or uh, the Magic 4th allocation money DP guy. No one's saying that, but they they do need a little something for sure. I'm gonna actually I'm gonna step in real quick. If you're one of these people that are saying they have to go out and spend money for the sake of spending money, fuck you too. Right? Yeah, because that's that's not what works, and we've seen that a million times. But uh, you know, I, I mean, would you agree you'd like to see them address the issue in in any way they could? You know, and not just to spend, you know, not spending money to spend money, but going out and finding a player that will improve this team. They need to. If you're telling me that we need to improve, I can tell you the two biggest areas we need to improve. One is right wing. Nothing against Grella, but he is not an everyday starter at this point. He 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 has flashes and he's a, he puts in solid work, but he is not a guy that is playing. Oh, wait, at, wait, we're talking the left wing, right? Lloyd Sam's on the right. Oh, sorry, I get confused. That's okay. Yeah. That's all right. We, all right, we so get where you're coming right, from. Right wing. So whatever wherever Grella plays, because that's <laughs> the Grella position. And we're not taking away from him, you know. No, but. no, no, no. The guy puts in decent work. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but he's just not an everyday starter at this point. So if you want, and he doesn't have the greatest uh, crosses into the box, and that's an unfortunate issue. Right. And the, and the other position, in my opinion, well, let's make it three now with with Chris Duvall out right backs in need. Uh, but Felipe Martin, he he is one of the hardest working guys I think on the field. But for whatever reason, he's not doing it. We need somebody else to fill his position that can either push Kleshin back into that role and take over Kleshin's role or um, just sit there with McCar- with Dax like Eric Alexander did last year because whatever is going on with that position isn't working this year. That's And that's what I would love to see. I'd love to f- see Felipe be the one to drop back. You know, and Sasha's such a good attacker, and you're really, really seeing it now um, as the season's progressing. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think maybe they're just missing – some, something there in the middle, something there to get the ball, BWP. No one wants to see him as the distributor. I don't want to see him as what Thierry Henry did last year because he's not Thierry Henry. You know, so, I, yeah, I would like to see some kind of change. Like I said, we don't have to go crazy. I would love to see, you know, just a little something, just a, a little something, some kind of change, bring in a player, a little creative player. It could be via trade. I don't care, you know. Some, I, have some... a, I have a crazy idea. Um, we have some very talented players in the academy. True. Why not sign them? We have two open roster spots. Instead of going out to find someone that's outside of the ranks, once you look at players, especially ones that played against Chelsea and showed well, I mean, Derek Atten, who has been one of the best players in the USL this year, is going off to Virginia to college because they're able to give him a contract. I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm okay letting players grow. There's time for those guys. But you could st- okay. Then let me rephrase that. Why not sign? Okay, in, so there's two separate issues then. With the academy guys, why don't we like sign into a contract in USL then, instead and yeah. let them grow professionally in USL 
instead of having to go off to college and wasting not and sort of wasting our time in college. You don't want them to learn, Jay. You don't want them to have education. Do what LA Galaxy Two did. Offer to pay for classes while the kid plays for the team. Hey, there you go. All right. Why not? Right. Yeah. But I mean, if if we're gonna go after people, we have a bunch of talented academy players. We keep hearing the academy is one of the best in the league or best in the United States. Where the fuck are the players? True. True. Yeah. They're coming. They're coming. They can't all come at the same time, but they're popping up here and there. Yeah. So speaking of them popping up. Uh, they popped up. They did. They, they popped, popped up. up. Yep, um, yep. The Red Bulls hosted Chelsea in the International Champions Cup. Uh, it was mostly a New York Red Bull two side. I think Roy Miller and Kyle Rainish were the only real non-USL players. Um, funny thing, if you went to the uh, International Champions Cup website and looked at the lineup for the match, you would see a bunch of blank spot spaces because <laughs> not every player apparently was known by the ICC. <laughs> That's that's absolutely fantastic. All the it was all the subs, and I think it was like five or six of the starters were I love were, it. were blank lines. That is great. So they but, just weren't like faces with question marks. No, it was just yeah, not even the question marks. It's a blank, just blank. It's empty. wonderful, wonderful. I love it. So Chelsea went up in like the twenty seventh minute or something like that. Went into locker room, won nothing, and then holy fuck balls did the Red Bull come out and just destroy them in the second half. <laughs> And not only so they scored four goals second half, but not only did they do that, they did it against some of the starters like John Terry. They made him look silly. Hazard was on the field. <laughs> I think John Terry had the back pass that led to one of the goals. He sure like, did. <laughs> dude, but, this is, but this was part of Chelsea's A squad that we just kicked in the ass. Yep, that's it's, it's a feel good moment. Friendlies usually don't mean shit, even when the starters play. But when your academy guys step up and just fucking destroy Chelsea, granted they're in preseason mode, right? But when they fucking destroy a Premier League team, preseason or not, that is amazing. Can we all agree that the Premier League is uh, the Red Bulls' bitch? Well, I, I think since we beat the Premier League champions, that means we are now the champions of the Premier yeah, League, right? That's true. We've beaten them all, right? Beaten Arsenal. Uh, we beat Tottenham, right? Then we beat Tottenham. Do we beat Man City? Um, maybe. I, I got to look back at that uh, that other tournament. Was Man the, City, uh, I don't remember. I think Tottenham yeah. we lost to. But that, was few, that was a few years ago. That doesn't count now. That counts. Counts. I'm totaling them all up. We're great. <coughs> we are great. Just put us in the Premier League. We're good to go. All right. So we said we're going to do this. Let's do our like and dislikes. So you can go first. What did you dislike about uh, the three matches from the past five days? I, I, I mentioned already uh, just <sighs> missing penalty kicks. Come on, man! It's, it's the easiest play on the planet. You just you just can't miss those. You can't miss those when you're the star scorer. You just you can't. I'm sorry. I I should miss them because I'm no good, you know. But when you when you are the designated player, you cannot score. You can't miss three in a row. You just uh, it's absolutely unforgivable. That is not the reason why the Red Bulls are out of the Open Cup, but it's one of the reasons. And the, this trend, it needs to stop immediately. My like is dislike. We're on dislike. Dislike. Thank you. Come dislike. on, come on, man. Um, a little. Huh. Actually, can't really think of a lot of dislikes. I mean, I know I'm, I dislike the fact that we are out of the Open Cup, but I mean, I'm not really devastated by it because like they tried, so I can't really be That's, mad at them for it. Yes, for sure. So let's just. I'll go dislike that. I'm I'm disappointed that we're out, but I'm not again not devastated about it because at least they gave a fuck this year. 
Yeah. So there you go. That's that's my dislike. Good enough. Good enough. All right. So likes of the last five, or last three games. What do you think? There was a lot to like, but listen, I think my f- my favorite thing was on Saturday, Mike Grella pushing off all ten players. Or uh, I'm yeah, all ten players that were on uh, the Orlando team and scoring a goal. <coughs> He bossed everybody. I mean, he just went through everyone. We, we talk about him, you know, he's not good on the wing, but man, he sometimes he just has those absolute flashes of brilliance that makes you smile. I love that goal. And and I, I'm taking away from Sasha Kleshin's goal because that goal was outstanding. I mean, they had two awesome goals in that game. But I love it when you just push guys around on the other team and score. It, it makes you feel good. That, that I think, is my overall big like. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the Chelsea thing. I mean, seeing four goals scored by Academy products, I, I just can't help but smile. I, I, I don't care who, if it was against the B, uh, the A goalkeeper, the B goalkeeper, the B defense, the A defense. I really don't care. Our Academy players stepped up and did something, even if it wasn't a friendly. That's, that's what I want to see at the Academy. I want to see players get produced. I want to see him start being integrated in the senior team. That's the whole reason it's there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they feel good about it. I mean, they'll, they're going to talk about that forever. Preseason or no, it doesn't matter. It's it still, it may, it makes these kids feel good. And anytime, uh, we can get Marino to basically go holier than now after a loss like that. That's just like icing on the cake. Yeah. No, overall, right. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely I'm down with what Pat said. It was it was a good weekend for the team despite losing in that tournament. And uh really as long as Philly doesn't win, who cares? And I yeah. I, I you know, I, I doubt they will. They're not good. No. But I'll tell you but I'll say this, and again, this team's gotta be Philadelphia at home. Come on, man. They've they've never won there. Now they won twice this season. And they got one more chance coming up, so come on. I can't give that city too much credit. Oh, and I'm pretty sure we're, at least as of last night, we're leading the ICC with seven points, for whatever that's worth. Oh, man, we are awesome. Yeah. We're winners. So that leads us into uh, this week coming up. Uh, Benfica will be coming to Red Bull Arena on Sunday to take on the Red Bulls in the uh, ICC. Most likely we'll see a bunch of starters in that game because the Wednesday after for the MLS All-Star game, we have nobody in the MLS All-Star game. <laughs> Good. Everyone gets a nice break. Uh, seriously, like I was pissed when I saw nobody in, in the fan eleven and none of Garber's picks, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. They get an extra day off. Matt Miazga will not get an extra day off though. He's playing in the uh the kitty game. I thought that was Sean Davis. No, nah, uh, Matt Miazga. Mm, I'll have to look. So I thought it was I thought Miazga turned it down. No, if he did, we're gonna pretend this conversation never happened. Oh, all right, here we go. Um, Sean Davis is in. Matt Miazga's out. I was right. Ah, well then, well, fuck it. Everyone gets vacation. I mean, it's not like Sean Davis is going to start on uh, the weekend after anyway. So true. We're good. Fine, Miazga. Fine. <laughs> Come on, fine. he played. He played in the U twenty World Cup. Get the guy a break. Nah, it's fine. He'll be transferred then, off soon enough. Don Garber has his way. He'll transfer every fucking young kid we have. Well, he could be going to another Red Bull team. So I'm surprised he didn't like. Chelsea take them, you know. Uh, Chelsea's still around. It's possible. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's all we have, um, unless you want to bring up anything in the dumping ground. Oh, here. Wait, we get, before we get to that, we got to do your terrible team of the week. 
Oh, well, don't don't worry. I have not forgotten about the terrible team. Um, and But then I, I do want to talk about the USA game a little bit. All right. Uh, so so USA, will be, USA will be in the dumping ground. We'll do it there. Sure. Okay. Uh, terrible team of the week, and it doesn't well, it doesn't quite – well, it does actually equate to the uh, the U.S. game yesterday. My terrible team is not a team, but it is the quote-unquote team of referees that we've had over the past week. Wow. Uh, it has been a pile of god-awful calls. And of course, we we pick on refs a lot, but if you look at the the red the red card uh, against Orlando in the Red Bulls game, woof! And uh, that same day, NYCFC got a player sent off on a uh, really not a great call. Honestly, uh, you had that. You had um, a player for the I think it was Chicago getting a shady call. Uh, getting a second yellow sent off the game, and then Mexico. Do I do I have to say any more? How many times are they going to get gifted into the, the the final? That's all that happened. That penalty call in the quarterfinal. I, I don't think I can think of a worse penalty call than that. The one in the semifinal? Uh, no, not the not the ones last night. Before that, against uh, they played Costa Rica or Panama. Who they played? Costa Rica was in the quarterfinals because yes. that's that's because it was against Roy Miller. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Costa Rica. That was I'm sorry, that wasn't against Roy Miller because Roy Miller didn't do anything. What did he look up in the sky? Player fell over and they called a penalty right at the very very end of the game. Horrible. And then penalty city last night. These wrestlers just got awful. You know, it's bad when I have a friend of me, a friend of mine, who's just sending me a message on Facebook nonstop, uh, nonstop, incensed. Over these calls, and he's in sense, and he's a Jama- he's from Jamaica, and he was still bitching about officiating. So, I mean, just refs. You are the worst team I've ever seen. The worst. The funny thing is, Mark Geiger was on the Mexico game for the semifinal. I mean, the yeah semifinal. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> what a what a surprise. Yeah. Wait, bum. Wait. He's a bum. He's gonna make he was he was the guy who went to the World Cup. Yeah, and he's a bum now. Bum. Listen, what have you done for me lately? That's what I'm saying. So, by the way, I thought of a new name for the dumping ground already. Uh-oh. Going out the pasture. Oh, boy. We're really going to punt it up, huh? Is that what we're doing? Why not? We're, we're just, Let's do it. Just putting... It's really going to pun the shit out of this show. All right. What, what well, are the... What, what are we, the how, how many puns have we done on this goddamn show? This is the first one. How about the listeners uh, say with this? I like right. dumping ground. Jay says out the pasture. Why don't you guys tell us? You, you can fucking tweet us once in a while. We actually like it. I actually like it when you guys send us shit. You know what? I, I might even put a Facebook uh, poll up. The first like Facebook post in a, a month or two, but we can do that. Sure. Why not? Because we post on Facebook all the time. All the time. Anyway. <laughs> what what uh what what stuff we're we gonna talk about in the segment? Which I'm just gonna call the segment for now until we figure out the actual. All right. Way. Well, we're gonna talk about the US game a little bit. Because I am not as knowledgeable as Pat is. Pat is super knowledgeable. He is our U.S. guy. But, I mean, come on. He, Pat put it perfectly. You, you you can't lose games like that. You really, really can't. It's just, I don't know. It's it's a little unforgivable. Uh, losing to Jamaica, a team that's never been in the final. You've been in the final, I think they said, five times in a row. You're always playing at home. The crowd didn't really show up a, a lot, you know, but... 
Also, Georgia Dome. I'm sorry, crappy venue. Crappy, crappy venue for that type of game. It re- it really is. I I didn't I didn't like it. But you got, they had so many chances to score. Ugh, bad. But I'll say this, and I was kind of mentioning this last night. You some of these fans on Twitter and Facebook really have to accept losing games. And I think the problem, Jay, no offense, a lot of people here are Yankees fans and they're so used to winning that they can't handle losing. Me, I'm a Mets fan. My team loses all the time. I'm watching them lose right now. I've accepted losing in life. It it happens. So when your team goes to the Gold Cup final five years in a row and they've already run a bunch of them, let's not jump off the bridge because they lost. We We can't do that. Just get over it. It sucks. Just like the Open Cup, move on. Sure. I'm all about that. I mean, I'm a Jets fan, so I really can't. Right, right, exactly. Losing is natural. But, man, I swear, you think it's the end of the world. So here's a question for you. Do you remember when uh, we beat the Netherlands and Germany, everybody was all about Klinsmann? Oh, yeah, they loved him. Loved him. Now? Oh, no, no. Probably have to fire him now. Going to have to fire him. And if he loses the one game, one game thing, yep, going to have to fire him. In fairness, if he loses that game, especially if it's against Jamaica again, I can see it. Because <laughs> at that point, it's come on. We all know we all know it's not going to be Jamaica because they're going to Mexico will get fifteen penalties called their way, you know, and they'll score on every uh, PK they get. Well, I'm um, I'm rooting for Jamaica because one, it's not Mexico, and two, Kamar Lawrence since he's not coming back. Right, he's coming. Game. Right, he's coming back no matter what after. Uh, after Sunday, so. so he might as well win a trophy for it, right? Yeah, instead of a silver medal. Come on, Lawrence, you're our only hope. You're it, buddy. <coughs> now, what about what's what about Panama possibly not wanting to play in the third place game on Saturday? I'm I'm fine with that. Don't. Who cares? Who's going to watch it? Are you going to watch it? I'm not. Hell no. Don't don't care. Why do I care? The, the United States get nothing out of it, right? Don't don't care. T- I've tuned out. US US shouldn't want to play. Go, just go home. Take some time off. Heal up. Which I never understood why there's that game anyway. I I, I don't know. Because someone has to be third. Yeah. I guess just, a, just one more game for sponsorship money. Yeah. The good thing, though, the good thing, Jay, about not being in the final, no one has to drive to Philadelphia. Or Chester. Or that Chester. game is at PPL Park. That game is at PPL Park? It's not at the link? Are you sure? Yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure. You're going to look it up right now, and then we're going to discuss it. Of course it. I am. Then we're going to talk. We're going to have conversations. It's got to be at the link. Nope. Four o'clock at PPL Park. Oh, so with the, the third place game. Yeah. Right, but the final is at. Is at... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. The, fi- the final is on Sunday at Lincoln Financial. At the link. Okay, so that's that's actually what I was getting at. The good news about, really, because no one's going to come to that third place game. Nobody. So we're throwing that out the window. That doesn't count. What yeah. I'm saying is. We're, no no uh, U.S. fan had to waste their time driving to, uh, you know, Philly. Yeah, but how many of those people have bought tickets? I, I, I guess they can sell them off to Mexico They're, and make some money. Yeah, yeah. Your, your fault, not mine. Yeah, shouldn't have bought tickets, right? Well, I'm saying that they could probably sell them off to Mexico fans and make money, so at least there's that. For sure, yeah. Yeah. You make money say that, going to Philadelphia, that's a, that's a gold there. The, the only good thing about that complex, very easy to get in and out of. Unfortunately, that's the only part of Philadelphia that's easy to get in and out of. Well, because there's jack shit around it. Right. It's just 95. It's two highways, in and out. Just hop on the bridge. You're back in Jersey. Yep. Feel good about yourself. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? 
Uh, were we going to talk about anything else about the All-Star game? Because who gives a crap? Good. I really don't care. Good. Fantastic. I don't either. I, I've, I've had my say. Oh, what, really quick, the last thing I'm going to say uh, before we take this bad boy home. Because we've, we've clearly talked too much and no one's actually listening anymore. Uh, I, hate, I hate that I hate Steven Gerrard. And I love Steven Gerrard. But I, I hate him now. I hate him and I hate that he already scored for the LA Galaxy. I hate it. I am, hate I, so am I allowed to love that you hate him now? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, 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 uh, it kills me. It just, it really kills me. Uh, if the Red Bulls don't win MLS Cup, I guess I'm just going to have to root, sadly root for LA to win another one because I, I don't know. Give, uh, I, I hate it. That's it. I'm done. Let's get the hell out of here. Sure, there's nothing else you want to talk about? Uh, I got nothing. Why? You got, you got shifty eyes. What's going on? <laughs> I was thinking Forza Lucha, but I guess it's going to wait till next week, huh? We got time. We got time to talk about Forza Lucha that's on August 9th at Buena Braza at uh, 1 o'clock. Plenty of time to talk about that. Plenty of time to go on the Twitter page at Forza Lucha or go on the Facebook page also Forza Lucha. Plenty of time to go watch the videos on uh, YouTube.com backslash Forza Lucha. Plenty of time, Jay. Plenty. <laughs> Nothing but time on the internet. How about this? Uh, how about maybe next week or the week after we make Red Bull rant the Forza Lucha Christmas, not Christmas spectacular? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it after we're done. Wonderful. Let's do that. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Um, Good. Let's wrap this up. Uh, you can email us at redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us at 973-348-5329. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at redbullrant, uh, at docs2stooge for me, at pmacd 2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman, scratches for iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud. Um, all those are available on the posts at once Metro. I'm not going to go over into all that crap because honestly, you know it. You, they know you it. Want, one, you know it. And two, you can hear my throat. Like I've been dealing with the sore throat all night. So yeah, the sooner the better. Um, so last word, Truman, before we get out of here, I got nothing. There's no one to tell to win. What That's am I going right. to tell? Beat, beat Benfica. Who cares? Who cares? What about uh, don't get hurt. How about this? How about this? Uh, don't get hurt against Benfica. There we go. And Sean Davis, don't get hurt in the, homegrown game. Right, yeah. Sure. Alright, so for Truman, Pat, who's not here, and myself, this was episode number 152 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out, everybody!